questions. Don't forget to check out the other show on the network, The Ark of Rock. It is now time for the 50th episode of The War Room. Ladies and gentlemen, to a Saturday night, very special edition of the War Room. It's almost been a year. It'll be a year in February since we started the show. It was around this time of the year, I think we started kicking the idea around about starting it. And we are at 50 episodes in just under a year. Who would have thought? I thought we would have ended up doing more. But 50 episodes. <laughs> you get what you get, you don't throw money. Well, no, you would think that you would have done more. I mean, because at one point we were doing two, three episodes a week. Hey, life happens, you know. I mean, it's true. 50 episodes, though, 1,500 downloads, not bad for you. Uh, I think we, uh, I, I mean, I don't know. I mean, did we make any money this year? Uh, no, no. Hey, IRS no ain't going to get nothing for us this year. <laughs> you know, if you think about it, it's kind of a good thing that the IRS can't get anything from you. You know what I mean? Because, uh... Yeah. Just fuck those guys. Fuck them. Them. I mean, yeah, they're always up your ass about something. But anyway, welcome to the 50th anniversary. Not many 50th anniversary spectacular episodes, specials, whatever. Start off shitting on the IRS. But that is why here at the War Room, and our 50th episode, we've kept it the same that has been the, since episode one. With us tonight, he was with us on episode... What was the first one he was on? Whatever, within the first ten, my father, co-creator of the uh, concept of the War Room, is with us tonight. We thought it would be prudent for him to be in on the 50th episode, so thank you for being in, sir. Oh, you are too kind, too kind. I'm happy to be here. Happy to, happy to. Uh, you know, here. every time I see you in here, you know, it keeps me going. You know, every day, <laughs> day by day, you know, it makes me feel better. No, and you're still out there kicking. <laughs> also with us to the left of me, one of my two co-hosts, Mr. Trevor Truitt. How's that high life? How's it treating you? It's good. It's a good night. We made it to 50. We're here. We're not going anywhere, boys. That's right. We, we uh, talked about it, and we decided we're going to keep going. So, uh, <laughs> anyway, with us also, to the right of me, scrolling on uh, Pinterest. In lounge. Or whatever she does. Lace spread out like Burt Reynolds on his Playgirl spread. <laughs> My girlfriend, Cameron Frizzell. Can you believe it? We made it to 50. 
you know, I wasn't sure how long we were going to keep it going, so. <laughs> and she's probably thinking any day they'll give up. <laughs> no, that's not true. But uh, anyway, we got a lot planned for y'all tonight. We're going to have it uh, going to be. Uh, yeah, this is like a. Uh I'm telling you, it's, it's like the Royal Rumble almost. Anyway, it's almost like the Royal Rumble. We uh, we have a list of uh, you know past guests and uh, you know just a few of the podcast friends of the podcast and uh, you know some fans that we're gonna get on the air tonight and you know talk to them for a little bit. Uh, we've had a couple that you know ended up not being able to be on. Fuck them. It's you know okay. who you are. Yeah, you know who you are. My question is: Did you get in uh, in touch with like with a guy Dave from Michigan? Did uh Did you ever get Back in touch with him or, or no? Because I know he would email He had emailed you guys, you know, a few times. <laughs> no, that guy don't want none. He don't want to be any of us. He decided that he, uh, you know, I think he did one of those things where you create a Twitter account to say something horrible and then you delete it. You know Kevin I mean? Durant. Yeah, he, someone pulled <laughs> Kevin Durant on us from fucking Michigan. <laughs> but anyway, um, well, we're gonna, we gotta, you know, we're gonna, we got a big, we're gonna, you know, tell some stories. We're gonna get uh, our biggest fan. On the podcast, we're gonna finally give him his uh his, his fifteen to twenty minutes of fame. <laughs> we are, we are. Um, we couldn't get Raglan. I can't, you know. Unfortunately, you only see him every few years whenever he you know rolls through town. He's like a tumbleweed of life. You know what I mean? He's just always <laughs> where you know he might land near you, so you can see him. But you know, he's got always got like three phones on him at all times. He's always throwing them away and shit. But anyway, uh, <clears throat> hopefully we can get him back on on the seventy fifth episode. <laughs> Because from here on out, it's just nothing but anniversary episodes, so it's a reason to fucking, you know, go all out. But uh, anyway, uh, coming up first, here in a couple minutes, we're going to have, uh, I believe he was our second guest, uh, my friend Brandon, uh, if you who you remember was semi-retired at the time, I believe, because <laughs> yeah. he just had a kid. He was a, you know, culinary chef, and... Uh, Great storyteller, funny guy. Uh, it, it took an hour to do sound check when he was <laughs> yeah. in the studio because he check was, one, check one. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah. He was a he was a great guest to have, and uh, I had a lot of people say that they enjoyed hearing him, and you know he had a lot of fun. And he's a, he's a guy that I could call anytime, and he'd probably come. But he lives in Keys, so uh, you know it's a pretty long drive, and he does have a young kid now. But uh, we're gonna get him on the phone. He was ec- he was ecstatic to be on. And uh, I'm always excited. He's always got something uh, interesting to uh, to talk about. So uh, I think it's about time to uh, I think it's about time to get him on the phone. Trevor, why don't you give him a call? Let's, let's dial him up. I feel like we're on uh, we're on fucking. Uh, he wants to be a millionaire. What's up, you fucks? How's it going, Brandon? Pretty cool, pretty cool. How y'all doing? We're doing great. We're excited. <laughs> Sorry about that. Uh, we're excited for uh, episode number 50, and we're excited to have you back on. Yeah, I'm excited to be back. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Anyway, we got technical difficulties. <laughs> Okay, are we good? <laughs> Alright, technical difficulties. Anyway, Brandon, you there? Yeah, I'm here. Okay, sorry about that. Uh, um, anyway, so man, uh, last time we talked to you, you uh, you know, you just had a kid. 
Um, you were, uh, you know, you had become a stay-at-home dad. Uh, you know, we haven't seen you since then. So, uh, do you have any life updates, or do you have anything to catch us up on? Like, what have you been up to lately? Well, lately, I uh, been working over at Z's. You remember that place? What did you say? I'm sorry. Job. I've been working over at Z's. Where's that at? That's up in Cookston. It's that machine shop. Oh, Z. Oh, I know what you're talking about. The uh, don't you do like sheet metal and stuff like that? Yeah, different parts and stuff like that. Drilling a bunch of holes. Oh man, I had had you enjoying that? It's been pretty fun. It's a lot of math, but a lot more than I'm used to, used to. But uh, it's been getting better. Dude, and I tried to... that, I've been just chasing around this kid. She's getting big. Oh, my God. How old is she now? She's a year and a couple months. Oh, my gosh. I know the whole number thing. Last <laughs> time we talked to you, she uh, she was still rolling out of her <laughs> out of her bed on the floor. Oh, yeah, no. she uh, She's still doing that, but now <laughs> she's running around, riding her four-wheeler, getting into everything. Dude, you, you know latches on everything. What's <laughs> what's funny is uh the place you're working at I actually applied. It was whenever uh, I had moved back from UCO and I mm-hmm. just worked back I just moved back from uh from Edmond to Tahlequah and I was living there and I was uh you know I think I was selling pot to make money for, for bills and shit and I tried to apply for a job at the place you were working at and uh i never heard back from him so uh you know i wouldn't wow. exactly say it's a five-star review on yelp you know what i'm saying <laughs> <laughs> yeah so uh i you know i'm happy it worked out for you though oh yeah it's been fun it's been a good time um how's the how's the wife how's everything going how's she doing she's doing good been pretty stressful here lately she was kind of uh little one was sick for a few days with rsv so she's been dealing with that while i've been at work but besides that she's been doing good she's been adjusting the life as a stay-at-home mom now so the roles reversed there huh so when did it when did you uh, decide <laughs> when did you decide to uh to get back out there do what when did you decide to get back out there I started working in August. That was when my vacation was over from not doing anything. It was awesome while it lasted. I will say that. Brandon, you did a thing that, you know, I've dreamt, dreamed about doing. Yeah, Every Me single too. person. Me I'll, too. I'll tell you one fucking thing about this guy. He's like he's lived a life like a thousand lives in all like in just like his short life. It's insane. Like you say something, he's probably done it. Brandon's the best. And, uh, you know, him actually doing that and being able to pull it off is uh, is fantastic. And I'm glad you did it because it sounded like it was good for you and uh, oh, yeah. good for your mental health and shit. You know, they say that's important nowadays. Oh, 100%. When I was doing resort work, you know, it was really fun while it lasted, but it was definitely something I couldn't see me doing long term just from the way the resort life kind of gets at you, going different places and being away from your family. Yeah, it sounds like one of those one of those jobs people are like, oh, that'd be, I bet that's the best job in the world. And then you're like, yeah, it's pretty cool for a while, but then, like, I could see that. It's pretty cool. If you're young and single and you don't have, like, yeah. anyone that you love, really, <laughs> like, fucking go. It's awesome. 
Yeah, meet people from all around the world. You make more money than you're worth, and you get to see these beautiful places and get to. And if you go with Vail Resorts, they like to recruit from within. So if you go to one place and they like what you're doing there, they'll send you to a resort all over the country. They got one in Japan and two in Australia, so you have plenty of choices. And it's pretty awesome. Yeah, they, they treat their employees well. Well, if you're one of our unemployed listeners, you better fucking single, take notes. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? This guy. That sounds like a fucking great thing. He's giving you the path right oh, here. Yeah. Especially, I was up in uh, Utah in Park City, and they have free transit. And, you know, we'd go to the bars every every day during the week, you know. Go out until 2 o'clock, hop on a bus, and then head to work in the morning at 5 and do it all over again. It was fun. We worked banquets in the the afternoon do different weddings and stuff and then during the day we we're just up on the mountain fucking stoned and cooking <laughs> stoned and cooking trevor write that oh, down yeah. that's another t-shirt we're coming up with merch and we're trying to like think of all the stupid things we've said and we're going to send you a list brandon you're going to buy some shirts and they're going to be cheap i'm not going to be you know what i mean they're going to be american made too i'm not going to make a bunch of two-year-olds in china sew them together and shit i used to sell t-shirts actually speaking of which did you make them yourself? Yeah, I had my own t-shirt company. I was like, uh, 12 or 13. <laughs> what? Yeah. I was working in my stepdad's machine shop at the time, and I saved up the money, and I made my own t-shirts. I was selling them outside my locker. Uh, uh, I was selling them on the corner. <laughs> you were like the guy with the big jacket at school that opens it up to you. You're just like, what do you want? Yes. You got a gold yeah, watch? They actually got on to me because they're like, hey, you can't be selling shit out of your locker. And I was like, what are you talking about? You know? Like, me and Jason tried to sell, like, school supplies and shit at school all the time. And one time, this stupid kid <laughs> gave Jason $100 for a package of those erasers that you put on the end of your pencils. $100? <laughs> yeah, and then I think my parents made him give it back because he was like... Tom's face is priceless right now. Oh, yeah, because He's like, that excuse happened. me? I'm pretty sure they made him give it back because they were like, you can't, you can't take $100 from a kid for some fucking erasers. What is this? Communist yeah. Russia? <laughs> My contract, okay? He said yes. He agreed to it. I didn't force him to make the deal. I'm sorry. My dad is doing everything they tell you not to do in radio. <laughs> he threw the headphones on. He sat on the microphone. <laughs> he threw the headphones on. I'm not used to this laid-back setting. I'm, I'm, I'm used to the desk. And I'm tight. I'm tight, buddy. Yeah, Brandon, we, uh, we actually uh, we ended up moving... From the apartment we're in a house now just uh it's not far from where uh we were so you gotta come check it out sometime a lot more roomy we got a big backyard i just put christmas lights up you know what I'm saying? you know, you'd fucking someone would appreciate it like you you would i didn't get like everybody else acted like i was some a kid that drew a terrible drawing and i wanted you to be like oh it's awesome you'd actually appreciate it yeah i'm excited now i gotta see wow. christmas lights yeah, yeah, Brandon, really, I'm just like, everybody we're calling tonight, I'm just trying to get, you know, some kind of, uh, you know, what is it called, uh, recognition, <laughs> I just want recognition to feed my ego from all our listeners, so you like the podcast, huh? <laughs> Tell me what you like most about it. <laughs> but anyway, Brandon, so uh, what do you got planned in the next year, are you doing anything interesting? Fuck, dude, I don't know if I think that far ahead, um. <laughs> Let me see. Come on. No, man, I think just working and hanging out with the kiddo, really. I don't think I got anything going on. I like it. 
I'm boring nowadays. <laughs> so, uh, oh, sorry. So, when do you think you uh, could end up coming? We'd love to get you back in the studio and do a live Man, podcast I'm, with us. Oh yeah, you know I'm. I could come anytime during the weekends. The weekdays, I'm working like ten hours a day. But besides that, you know, I'm free on the weekends. I might bring a kid with me, but it's just cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, we could definitely get you. Probably get you in here on a Saturday. Um, so. Uh, are you still doing? Uh, I remember it was that thing you were doing on the weekends at NSU. I think doing what? I remember it was that group that you like. I remember he was on Facebook. Uh, you were like it was like showing art and shit. I don't know. I'm terrible at describing oh, stuff. The fucking uh, Wagwan Art Community. <laughs> yeah. Yes. That. Yeah. Are you still doing that? You know, a few people will post in there every now and then, but it hasn't been very active, you know. <laughs> yeah, we were having meetings at the Tahlequah Library. The Tahlequah Library. I mean, how how loud can you get in the library? <laughs> it must be a quiet meeting. <laughs> oh, it was quiet. No one showed up. It was just me in the dark rooms. <laughs> well, some sad poetries sat there and thought a while. I'd already reserved the space, so I was like, I might as well fucking use it. I mean, honestly, if you think about it, that's a great way to, like, come up with some sad poetry is to, like, you know, organize an <laughs> event and no one show up. <laughs> <laughs> this is perfect! This is exactly what I wanted! And the best part was, is that whenever I went to it, I was leaving a friend's house, and I had, like, four buddies there, and I was like, hey, I'm gonna go to my meeting. And they're like, okay, have fun. So you guys, uh, no, no, you have a good time at your meeting. <laughs> I would have been like, so, you guys uh, want to come? Check it out and see what it's like? Yeah, yeah but that might have been even worse. You show up and you're like, ah, nobody else showed up. <laughs> oh, you know, they all got busy. But I remember you were you were hosting, uh, like, you did something with watermelon. And, like, what was it? You were giving watermelon to people outside? And, you know, oh, no, that was uh, my watermelon Sunday. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah, this, <laughs> yes. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's the newest holiday. So really, the oh, I remember this. Yeah, yeah, I remember now. Yeah. <laughs> what is it? You bring a fucking everybody brings a fucking watermelon out to wear. Yeah. Well, instead of like a cake, the main thing is like a watermelon. And everyone just comes out, brings some food, has this a good time. Dinner for English watermelon lockers. prayer and have dinner. <laughs> it's a, it's pretty fun. Get everyone together. Barbecue. <laughs> right, so like, how many watermelons are there? Probably like, probably go through two or three, depending on how many people come. But it's always a great time, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> oh man, uh, so uh, are you still, uh, when was the last time you talked to Slack or any of them? Have you hung out with them lately? Oh man, I haven't heard from anyone in a minute. Uh, yeah, I haven't heard from Slack in probably a couple weeks. He's still in Colorado, just working, having a good time. I remember we called y'all's apartment the donut shop, mm, and it was a legendary. The donut shop, then the bay, and then the third house. It didn't really have much of a name. Yeah, that one I guess never got named. You know what I mean? But it was, <laughs> it's kind of changed. It's fluctuated. At one point, it was the White House, and then I think it was something else. I can't remember. But it wasn't at the donut shop. Donut shop was legendary, dude. 
I think uh, some of the nights where I was, I think the most fucked up I've ever been in my life was at this place. And this, like, how many bedrooms were in this apartment? It was a two-bedroom. Dude, and then your next-door neighbor was, like, a guy that just had a sofa, like, a mattress in his living room with no, nothing else in there. And I'm pretty sure, like, he'd bring, like, he'd always have, like, three Asian women in there with, like, bags on their yeah. head and shit. What? <laughs> yeah. He was an Asian guy. And they would have, a, like, more than three. There were, like, 18 <laughs> of these Asian people in there. They've been making all these exotic Asian food. And it honestly smelled terrific. So they were, and they were loud. And they were up all night, too. And we were up all night. Just so cooking? great. They're just yeah, cooking they're all getting, fucking night. Just getting sweaty and doing whatever they do. <laughs> what? And all the oh, like, you want to cook for fun? <laughs> like what? Lois <laughs> was a Hispanic family, and they were always cooking good food too, and they were nice. So we had like the perfect neighbors. I think we only had one complaint, and we were awful. Yeah. Oh my god! Like we would be up all night smoking cigarettes on the balcony, throwing them on the fucking <laughs> on the bottom. Uh, on like a, you know, like the the neighbors below. I think I got you on trouble one time because I think Slack got really mad at me because I like threw a bunch of cigarette butts down there, and uh, <laughs> Sounds I think it, about right. And then uh, that one night, uh, whenever we went to, a, I, I won't name names here, but we went to a party at this one girl's house, and I drank like twelve Bud Lights while sitting in a hot tub. And I got up, and then uh, somebody gave me, uh, I think it was like Hool. I think it was Austin Hool. He gave me a fucking, he gave me a tumbler full of like Franzia box red wine or whatever. And I fucking chugged like half of it. And it made my stomach fucking, like it started going. And I fucking, I ran into this girl's uh, little sister, because it was her family's house. And I ran into her little sister's uh Bathroom and I puked all over her shower curtain and all over fucking the base of the toilet and I horrified every girl that was there and then like I got dragged out like I got shot and I remember <laughs> I woke up in your van in the driver's side door or the driver's side seat we were at Whataburger and I was just like fucking like, I'm surprised foam wasn't coming out of my mouth it's fucking one of the drunkest I've ever been and then I remember waking up at 2 o'clock in the afternoon the next day on Slack's couch and then we Do you went, remember uh, going through Del Taco? Going through Del Taco. Yeah, we went there a lot, though. Well, what time are you talking about? Were you the one driving whenever I was on top of the roof going through the drive-thru? <laughs> oh, no, no, no. I was in the car, though. Oh. <laughs> yeah. That might have been Tof. That was uh, driving. <laughs> yeah, no. Del Taco, because that was one of the only places that was open on... Uh, on the main street, like, going from the university that was actually open at 3 in the morning. Oh, yeah. I remember one night I was too drunk to drive, and it was really late, so I walked to Del Taco to see if they would serve me through the drive through and they were like, you need to get the fuck out of here. And I was like, oh, I'm so sorry. So I, was like, I walked to the Taco Bell, and I was like, hey, like, can you guys, like, take my order? And they're like, you need to leave. And I was like, okay. So I left there. I think I went to McDonald's, and they just all, like, left the window. They're like, nah, fuck this. So I ended up walking to Walmart, and I went in there, and it was, like, late at night. So it was a bunch of, like, zombies around, you know. And I probably didn't look any different than them, so. Yeah, I considering you got, turned out from, you got turned down from three Brand, restaurants. Yeah, three, three hey, y'all, well, y'all serving through the drive-thru window, <laughs> even though I'm walking? <laughs> like, get out of here. 
I can't get the fuck out of here. <laughs> oh, that's the 2 a.m. shift uh, crew for you. Get the fuck out of here. And I was walking everywhere, just drunk as shit around Edmond, just walking around. <laughs> but that's what was great about going, like, living in a college town. Everybody walking around is probably drunk. Like, it's always great. But Brandon would be, he like, you could just come out on your balcony and you just see one guy walking, and it would be him through the streets of Edmond. Smoking camel crushes. Camel crushes. Oh, wow. I remember I passed out in the UCO baseball field. What? <laughs> yeah, yeah. How'd that happen? Well, it started out at like 5 that afternoon. I was going to go to my English class, and then I was like, you know, I'm going to drink a beer before, you know, just kind of get warmed up for class. <laughs> I had one beer. <laughs> And uh, I was sitting there, and I ended up having two. And I was like, dude, I don't know if I'm going to go to class. And then I had a third one, and I was like, no, nah, I'm not going to class. And then I think I took some acid, and I started playing Skate 3. And I may have hit a dab, maybe smoked a doobie or something. And I was sitting there, and I was alone for a good part of my trip, just having a great time, like playing Skate 3, just forgetting about the world. And my roommate Slack, he called. And he was like, hey, man, what are you doing? He was down in Tahlequah during the time. And I was like, dude, I'm on acid playing Skate 3 by myself. And he was like, okay, well, that's safe. Said, All right, you have a good time. And then he called my buddy, uh, called my buddy Tove. He was like, hey, you need to uh, go check on Brandon. He's at the house by himself. So Tove came, and then he immediately just just destroyed my senses. He was like, hey, what's up? What's going on? Let's do all this stuff. And I was like, whoa, that's a lot of energy. I was like, I'm so freaking out now. That's fucking Tove for you right there. If Tove <laughs> found out you were... If, he t- if Tove knew you were having a bad trip, he would try to make it worse. <laughs> he would, like, walk behind you and clap his hands really hard behind your fucking head. I remember one time, that fucking guy, that one time, we were at the, we were at your apartment, and we were all taking shots, and, like, he had, like, that fucking whipped 99 shit, or whatever the fuck that it is. God. Shit was disgusting. Yeah, I remember the bottle. And, like, you also had a bottle of Everclear. And I remember I went outside and I smoked a cigarette. And I came back in and you all had shots ready. And Toaf, instead of giving me the Whip 99, put Everclear in it. And he made me take a fucking shot of Everclear. And it felt like I drank lava. But I had to pretend like... <laughs> but with Toaf, you have to pretend like it doesn't bother you. Otherwise, he'll be, like, you know, he'll laugh. He'll be all happy. But if you act like it doesn't hurt... Because he was, like... I took the shot and, like, I... And I looked at him and he was just like, So... How you feeling? And I was like, I'm good, I'm fine. It's all good because if you like go, oh god, he'll, he'll start laughing for the next thirty minutes because he's a fucking asshole. That I love, I love him to death. He's my twin, technically. In fraternity uh, speak, he is. We both have the same big brother. We won't go into all of that. But anyway, uh, Brandon, it was a joy getting to hear from you. We're about to have our next caller in. Uh, it was great getting to hear from you. We like I said, we'd love. To get you in on a Saturday, uh, I'm sure we'll arrange it going in the next few months. We'll we'll be in touch, but uh, but yeah, man. I hope everything continues going well for you, and uh, hope to see you soon, man. Thanks for calling in. Oh yeah, man. Y'all have a good time. Hey, man. You have a good night. See you later, man. Later's. All right. Next, 
We've got a friend of the podcast never been on. This will be his first time through phone. Uh, I, th- I think it's his real name. Thor, is that right? It's not his real name, but it's his middle name. Okay, well, we're, that's what we're, the, we're calling by the podcast. We what got, could his bu- first name possibly You'll be? You'll find out. We'll yes. find out. Hello? What the fuck is up, Thor? Oh, I'm just out here living my best life. You know how it is. Oh, man. Uh, welcome to the fucking war room. This is it, buddy. This is the... Uh, prestigious podcast you've heard about. It's the 50th episode. Uh, welcome to it. Well, thank you for having me. You're welcome. You know, it's already, people are already interested in your name. You know, is that your real name? Thor, is that it? So, uh... My girlfriend thinks you're the god of thunder himself. <laughs> she does. <laughs> well, you know, I can't really reveal my true nature to everybody, but it is my middle name. I was born in Iceland. I'm of Scandinavian descent. Just raised in America, so don't really have the accent, but I can speak the language, all that good stuff. How would you say war room in, uh, in like, Icelandic? <laughs> How would you say that? Ugh, I don't speak it that well. I know enough to get by. Oh, man, I was going to say, if you ever go back to Reykjavik or whatever, you can tell them to fucking <laughs> listen to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll uh, advertise it to my family, like, tell your friends. Oh, dude, that'd be oh, that'd be awesome to see. Imagine seeing on like we have this little thing we could see where people watch it at. If we fucking saw it in Iceland, I'd be like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> that'd be badass. What if that was like our, our market? We go into Iceland. <laughs> That's where we like, start. Thor st- helps us get in, and all the small pubs and everything there, dude. We could we could fucking do a circuit in Iceland. I mean, I hate the cold. I would hate the cold, but like I feel I think we could make it work. Oh, I got you guys. I got a. Uh, you can just let me know when, and I'll have some rooms for you to stay in. Fuck uh, yeah! So save some money. Look, I'm not gonna lie, Thor. I'm more likely to go to where the uh, you know, I'm, like where the Greek gods are from. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm not. I'm not much for snow and ice and shit. I'd probably rather go to South America. But you know, I I'd like to visit. I don't know about live there though. You know, we go on tour. We spend a few weeks there. Visit for sure. Fucking. So. Why don't you tell us about uh, what, you, what you're fucking doing, you know, you know, going to school for? I'm in school for my AMP, which is a mechanic that can fix a plane basically from top to bottom. However, whenever I get my job, I'll be doing one thing, but that's about it. I can fix things from airframe all the way down to the hydraulics, tires, all that good stuff. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty fucking cool. I mean, working on planes, like, that's pretty... It's pretty yeah, I'm really enjoying it so far. I bet. I mean, that would that'd be something really cool. I mean, if, I'm, if I could learn how to do it, I think that'd be cool to do. Yeah, but the thing is, you're too stupid, Trevor. Yeah, I know. You don't have to tell everybody. You don't have to tell everybody. It's actually uh, one of the instructors that recently just left. Uh, she left before she can get fired. Mm-hmm. Did she pass away? No, no. no. She was no, trying to make other people pass away. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, why don't you tell the story about her fucking what she did? Oh yeah, so one of the first things she did was we have these test stands out there, which is basically just the front part of a plane, just the engine to the propeller, and that's it. We can go out there, test run it up, you know, just basically learning how to run an engine and diagnose it from from there. And she thought it'd be a great idea to record a TikTok, and she got her class around, and they started throwing hot dogs with the gate open, standing right in front of the propeller, just throwing hot dogs into it, just, you know, for fun. And on that same day... Because when the plane is running, we're supposed to have that gate shut. Well, she didn't shut the gate after she was done throwing hot dogs into a propeller. And uh, 
So I guess she, her story is she saw some students walking across towards the propeller and she realized, oh, the gate is still open. So she walks within two feet of the propeller past it and shuts the gate. Well, the propeller is running. When a propeller runs, it sucks air. So as she's shutting the gate, it, the wind catches it and it slams right into the propeller and just absolutely chews it up. It was just a whole mess. That's fucking crazy. Like, I'm just, she could have fucking easily died. Like, mm-hmm. so, I mean, what, what exactly is the penalty for throwing a bunch of Oscar Mayer wieners into a <laughs> propeller? Well, I mean, your job apparently, but <laughs> yeah, I mean, are there is there are there any legal ramifications? I mean, not legal ramifications per se, but the FAA does have guidelines for foreign debris, and I do. Foreign debris would fall foreign debris category. Imagine explaining that to your boss, uh, sir. This says for uh, this says foreign debris. What was it? Uh, it was a uh, hot dog. <laughs> All right, say foreign debris. Yeah, I feel like right into the intake. Boss. I feel like you Sorry should be that. thrown in jail if you're throwing hot dogs into a fucking. <laughs> I don't think so. It's not that big of a deal. Yeah, it's yeah, just test, right. tester. It's not even a real plan. Okay, what if it shoots in your eye and you go blind? Take a wiener to the eye and you're blind next thing yeah, you know. I mean, that, that's one of the reasons they were getting after it because, yeah, you throw the hot dog and, you know, it looks rad and everything. It splits in half getting hit by the propeller, but then the pieces that are flying everywhere, you know, God help you, I guess. Well, imagine fucking being the guy that has to clean out a bunch of nasty <laughs> old fucking hot dog out of a propeller. Yeah, no, they saved that for the next class. <laughs> like, ah, that's not our problem anymore. Oh, fuck that, dude. Cam looks disgusted. What do you think about that, Cam? Would you ever throw a hot dog in a propeller? <laughs> no, I don't think so. I don't think so. You any questions for Thor? <laughs> any questions for Thor? No, not that I can think of. Oh my god, we're supposed to be interviewing the guy and you got no questions. <laughs> I want I want I want to I want to tell a story that me and him were both a part of, but he was he was a part of it. That's what me and him were both a part of means, Trevor. No, I know, but I mean in a different way. <laughs> I don't I don't think I've ever told this story on the podcast. I'd like to tell a story that me and him were a part of that, you know, he was a part of. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, eat my ass, buddy. Really hammered at home. Wow, Trevor. <laughs> what the damn. We are eat your ass friendly here at the podcast store, yeah, so you oh, better yeah. be okay oh, with that. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You old butthole ticklers. Yes. <laughs> oh, that's trademarked. We can't say that. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. TM. The old butthole ticklers. Go ahead, Trevor. Tell anyway, the story about so you know, like how both are a part of that he's also a part of. Well, I think... <laughs> I think we were at a. Were we at Top Golf? Is that where we were? Or were we yeah. flying T? We were flying T first, and it was me, uh, the chick I was on a date with, um, him. Which his one? Now the wife. one you ghosted, or the one that ghosted you? Or the this other is one. a while back ago. <laughs> anyway, we'll get to that at a later date. Is this the one that only jerked you off with their feet? <laughs> <laughs> no. Anyway, so we're having a good time. I think Bond was there. Was Vaughn was he was single though at the time wasn't he? Yeah. Okay. I mean, yeah. It was Vaughn and Sarah they were there, but I don't think. But they, were yeah, they weren't yet. together. And Sam and his girlfriend were there before they were together. Anyway, so like we you know we play we have a good time. We were out there too. I'm pretty sure we did. We close down that place. Yeah, yeah, we did. We stayed so there. So then little, the girl yeah. I was with is like, oh, we should all go to Keystone Dam, and I'm like, you fucking guys want to go to Keystone Dam? We're gonna fucking drink. They're like, sure, sure, whatever. So then 
like we get out there and like right when you get off the road you go into gravel and then all of a sudden it turns into sand which I wasn't driving. Yeah, by the way, I didn't know we were expecting a safari. With no, n- neither did I. And by this time, I'm already like, I'm not driving. Like, the chick's already driving my truck. At this point, I'm pretty, I'm feeling pretty good. So, <laughs> we get on to the, as soon as we get on to the sand, she looks over at me and she goes, where's your four-wheel drive? And I'm like, I don't have four-wheel drive. <laughs> and she's like, what do you mean I have four-wheel drive? And I'm like... And my truck doesn't have four-wheel drive. I thought every truck was four-wheel drive. And I'm like, no. No, that's actually backwards. <laughs> Most trucks are two-wheel drive. Like, and she's like, oh, okay, well, and we're like going through sand. And by this time, I'm thinking, like, we might be fucked. We might be fucked here. It might be in a bad situation. So then we get yeah, out the, there. Uh, the situation was the same in the truck behind you. We were like, as soon as we started getting on sand, I look over at Macy. I'm like, hey, I'm not stopping until I reach some sort of semblance of solid ground. Yeah. So we get out there, and like you got your truck stuck at first, didn't you? And then you got it out. Mm-hmm. So he got it stuck immediately, <clears throat> and I wasn't stuck yet. But at this point, when we turned my truck off and got out, I was like, "I'm gonna be stuck. Like I'm gonna. This is gonna happen. By the end of the night, I'm gonna be stuck." But I was like, "You know what? I'm not gonna think about it. We're gonna drink. We're gonna listen to music. We're gonna have a good time. We're not gonna think about it." So I didn't. And we fucking you know drank and sit out there till. Was it five, six o'clock in the morning, probably? Yeah, basically daybreak. So then we all decide we're going to leave. And as soon as we start to leave, guess what? I'm stuck. <laughs> and I'm not driving. Like, I'm, I'm even more fucked up. So I'm not driving. I, I think she was drinking that much. But, I mean, just back and forth, fucking stuck. Nothing, can't get anything. So then he, you had like some fucking tools and shit, didn't you? Yeah, I had like a ramps that you can put under your tire for traction and a snow shovel. I mean, this is, I had a snow kit, but thankfully it works just the same for sand. And by the way, that <laughs> girl, that, uh, whatever, whoever that girl was, she put one of my traction things in the sand somewhere, never saw it again. Yeah, I do. I don't know where she put it. I was digging for that thing for like 20 minutes before I gave up on it. I'm like, well can't find it. I do remember that. So, like, I'm, like, I, I can't even, I, I didn't even think I attempted it because I was so drunk. So then I saw him get his out, and I'm like, all right, here you go. Get in my truck and get it out, please. I'm stuck. So then yeah, so, then you get in it and go ahead. Yeah, so I get in it, and I start rocking it back and forth to get it out of the little divots that it's in. And I, I mean, it took me a good few minutes, and finally I get it out. The, the success, the, the happiness that just washed over me as I'm, like, speeding away. And I go out the window, I got it, I got it. And I slam on the gas, and I'm spinning out as I'm going, I got it. And then it starts slowing down, and I stop screaming, I got it. And then I realize that it's coming to a stop, and I got it stuck again due to me slamming on the gas and... Excited and he was like, oh, I fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> we were like, no. <laughs> but like, I mean, like to this point, though, like it was it, even though he got it stuck, the fact that he got it out was one of the greatest performances I've ever seen in my life. I mean, this man was drive, reverse, drive, like clockwork, but it was you could just see it going. So then after the second time he gets it, we're like, All right, we're going to get behind it and push. And we pushed this thing. I it had to be a hundred yards. It had to be a hundred yards. 
and it would it would keep going. You th- you'd think at any second it's gonna catch, it's gonna catch, it's gonna catch, and it never did. Never caught. Never would. Never caught once. Pushing a hundred yards. I mean, this thing when I went to go get it in the morning because we fucking left. Like we were like stuck. We're gonna sleep it off and come back tomorrow. <laughs> so sleep it off. We go back. Yeah, well, we they went it back. Was only home. two inches in the sand. We went. They went back home. And then I went to this girl's house who she lived in. Do you guys fuck? Uh, I don't know if we did that now. <laughs> oh but I God. do remember that. What was that? It was Sand Springs. Sand Springs. So I do remember, like, I get in, I'm like, it's like 5 o'clock, I'm ready to fucking get in a bed, go to sleep. So, like, walk in, and I'm like, ripping up the covers to get in. She's like, what are you doing? And I'm like, go to bed. And she's like, you're not fucking getting in my bed with all that sand on you. And I was like, what? And she was like, you're not getting wow. in my bed with all that sand on you. And I was like, it's fucking 5 o'clock I in the agree. morning. I agree with and her. And she was like, oh, you gotta take a shower. And I was like, I'm not taking a shower at 5 o'clock in the morning. Just let me lay in the fucking bed. Like, it just went, it just went through a horrible night. You got my truck stuck. Like, I'm like, how am I? And then I just had to lay in the floor for like an hour. And then I got in bed. I don't think I took a shower. I mean, yeah, but anyway, but it, the point was, you got my truck stuck, and the least I can't do is sleep in your fucking bed. Hey, she's probably thinking it's your fault for not having four wheel drive. Yeah, probably. Like when she, <laughs> I knew that when I went to shit when she said, "Where's your four wheel drive?" and I was like, "This away," and you know, not becoming a, a piece of shit alcoholic deadbeat father with a divorced wife. You know what I mean? <laughs> he made Trevor, a comeback. He made, he made a, a comeback. comeback. But anyway, Fawn, I want to thank you for calling in tonight. Um, uh, sorry if we took up more time than uh, than we promised we would. We want we really appreciate you calling in. Maybe we get you in the studio sometime. Hell yeah, man! I love to. It's been a great time. But yeah, man. So uh, keep up the good work. If uh, you ever have any new music come out, tell us, and we'll plug it on the podcast always and forever. Uh, we will make you start paying for advertisement, dude. Tell you what, you give us ten dollars a month, and we'll read copy for the for your music <laughs> every single podcast episode. <laughs> Hell yeah! And every new li- and every new stream you get, we get fucking you know ten percent back, <laughs> which is a dollar. Being a musician is fucking expensive. Like like getting it out there, paying yeah. paying for the stuff. Yeah, even and, I'm uh, trying to fuck you. <laughs> I mean, that's how it works. The musicians just get fucked. Yep. Yep, it's true. And very literally. Oh yeah, the hard, the big hard cock of the, of the music industry, right in your ass. <laughs> big. But hard anyway, cock. thank you for calling, Vaughn. It was uh, good hearing from you. We hope everything uh, continues to go well for you. Uh, you have yourself a good night. Same to you, man. Have a good one. All right, man. we'll see you. All right, that was uh, Vaughn. Um, for you, those of you that don't know, uh, he works with uh, either my father or Trevor. I can't remember. Neither of us now. He but doesn't work with either of them. <laughs> um, he works with neither of them. But anyway, formerly did both of us, all of us at the same time at one point in time. Yeah, that's true. Yes. But anyway, coming up next is uh, someone I've been excited to get on. Um, he's uh, been our biggest fan since we started the podcast. He tells everybody about it, and he always gives us uh, reviews on it. Uh, the plug. Trevor's barber, my former barber, Mr. Billy. Billy the barber. What's going on, Trevor? What's up, man? You're fucking here. No, You're in the on. war room. 
Am I? Am I? <laughs> you are. You're with us right now. The fucking our biggest fan, our biggest promoter. Oh, I wouldn't say all that. Oh, I mean, I say all that, but I, but I, but I like the podcast for sure. I mean, listen, all right, we 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 have to think that you're our biggest fan, considering that you actually like give us feedback and yeah, shit. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, I don't understand why anybody else wouldn't. I mean, if uh, I'm gonna spend my time listening to two degenerates talk, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I at least want to hear something interesting. See, that's just, that's so true. Right? That's why I love him because he thinks what we talk about is interesting. <laughs> We talk about stuff that should be interesting, and then we just say like r- ridiculous things about it. Well, I will say you guys, uh, you guys tend to get way too stoned and <laughs> and drift. We <laughs> do just aimless, aimlessly. <laughs> yeah, you know, guilty as charged. Um. <laughs> I mean, but that's, listen, that's that's the point of the podcast whenever I told him about it. I was like, listen, whenever you're on doing a podcast, what people really want to hear is genuine, real conversation. And I'm telling you right now, take the microphone and the headset yeah. and, like, the, the, the mixer away. These are the conversations we have without everything. So I think a lot of people, like, if you're looking for a comedic relief, it's great to hear because, like, you literally... You, it's just hearing someone's it's perspective genuine. about it. it you know genuine. what I mean? And I'm sure some people Absolutely. listen and they think, oh, these degenerates. I don't want to hear any. I didn't, <laughs> fuck these guys. Fuck what they have to say. And then you get some people that agree with everything we say, and then they're almost to the point where they're willing to start an army and lead it for you. <laughs> I'm not saying that's you, but we, you know, that could happen. You know, it has happened. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. Fuck. So, uh. What are you guys talking about? What are you guys talking about? This man, we've just been reviewing right now. I mean, we've been, you know, we had my buddy on that we used to work with, uh, Vaughn. And then we had Thor on before him. We talked to him a little bit. And then we had our, uh, our guest, uh, Brandon, that we had that was one that was the culinary chef. He was on. So we just kind of been reviewing, man. Um,. Yeah, what, uh, so, what are, what are you, did you go to a wedding today? I did, I did, one of the guys I work with got married today. Nice. Uh, went to that around 2 o'clock today, it was pretty awesome. Uh, I like to give him a really hard time, um, I told him I was, uh, I was uh, gonna be all fucked up drunk, and I was gonna make a scene at his wedding. <laughs> I haven't drank in six months. <laughs> uh, didn't drink today, but that's what I told him. I was on. I said, "I've already, already been drinking all day long. I'm fucked up. Probably gonna make a big scene at your wedding. Just, just to make him stress a little more." He's like, "He's like, I'm nervous as hell." And I said, "Well, you should be." <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. I mean, that's the fun part about going to a wedding. I mean, I went to a wedding and there's a bunch of Croatian people, and I told them all that I was like, you know, oh, we might be related. I just told them all that I was like, you know, from the Soviet Union, and they all fucking thought I was family. And I just pretended like I just was somebody that I wasn't the whole time. That's what's fun about going to weddings. You don't have to know anybody. I mean, if you have personality, unless you're like Trevor and you're nervous and awkward and like a teenager going through puberty and you don't like to talk to people. But nah, I'm just kidding. Trevor's got too much confidence. He'll ask a girl to suck his dick the first 30 seconds of talking to her. <laughs> I can imagine Trevor shaking like Don Knotts at a crack. 
<laughs> oh my god unless the girl's like kind of ugly because then trevor's got more confidence then but if she's hot and trevor's gonna blow like i said trevor fumbles the bag all the time but he's uh, but he's also well, the human you know, ejector all, seat hey, all she's gotta do is say somebody in her family knows Cole wetzel and trevor is gonna be on point and you know what's sad about that he's not even like one of the biggest celebrities in the world if he if, if somebody told me they knew mick jagger personally i might be like holy shit that's fucking awesome but if you think i'm like you know pretending to like a pregnant girl so i might meet co wetzel you're out of your fucking mind you could pay 45 extra dollars to do that at a concert if you really want to do it that bad why break a poor pregnant girl's heart <laughs> Hey, listen, I didn't fuck her over. She fucked me over. You, she fucked you over. Yeah, she was yeah, duping me. She's duping you. Now she wanted to dupe all over your chest. Probably. Probably. Hello. <laughs> But yeah, yeah, uh, so yeah. Trevor uh, likes to break. See, that's what Trevor's a savage. He'll break anybody's heart. Blind women, deaf, wheelchair, pregnant. <laughs> well, I've never done all the handicaps. Things. All the handicaps. He'll break all their hearts. You can't have favorites. <laughs> favorites. It's like fucking uh, being the rich guy in a poor neighborhood. You're buying everyone's fucking real estate, and then leaving them fucking poor and miserable. She says she probably has a poster with a picture of you on there, and oh, she's fucking. Oh come on! Come oh my god, she's gonna kill you one day, and I'm gonna have to do the podcast. Alone. If I ever get killed, it probably will be by a woman. That's not even sloppy seconds, Trevor. That's like sloppy fourths or fifths. Oh my god, dude, that's like being able to tell somebody you like bang the mom and the kid. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you got both of them, but it is a way more disgusting and immoral. You know what I mean? I'm not. I don't believe. I'm not big into morals and being immoral and shit. But like, you know, that's immoral. If I believed in anything immoral, that would be it. Like, well, that's a big debate that's been going on behind the scenes on whether or not you can... It is. It is. It has been, because we did it. Even Dad couldn't come up with a concrete answer. But that's what? probably because he, like, you know... What's the debate? Was, whether or not you can have sex with a woman that's pregnant with another guy's kid. Like, like I could? No. Is it okay? Oh. Should you do I it? I think if you're in the relationship deep, I you guess. You can't find an unpregnant Trevor, woman? Could you? Trevor, could you? I just yeah, want to know... On, hold on. Could you have sex with a with a woman that had uh, another man's child inside of her? If she if he if she knew Co Wetzel, he could. I, I don't think so though, because I pulled out of that, obviously. Oh, you pulled out, all right. You don't want to put <laughs> you don't want to put another bullet in the chamber on accident. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I don't. I don't think I could though. No, is the answer. I mean, but Billy, like, but I, there's a difference if I couldn't if it's right, also. <laughs> I just don't think pregnant women should be on dating sites. I, I mean, agree. I mean, it's like a vacation. No. You got nine months, so you know you don't have to worry about anything. You know, sweatpants and fucking ponytails. That's all, that's all it is <laughs> for nine months and, and weird cravings. Where, like women that are three months pregnant looking for dick, like you got a problem. You want to know? You want to know what else is fucking weird? I guarantee you, out there, there are dudes. Oh yeah, that's that's their thing. That's I told Trevor yeah. on the podcast when we Jeez. talked about it, I was like, there's a guy out there that would, that would pay a pregnant woman to pee on his face and that, that would get him off. And I, you know, that was that whole episode, I think, is what we talked about the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there, there's, there, there, I guarantee you there's dudes out there that are just creepy. 
Oh yeah, I mean that's her thing. That's her kink is pregnant women, which is like, what the fuck? Like, I mean, what? But what's the what's the turn on? Like, what is what the is big it? Tummy? I don't know. <laughs> like, does the uh, the thought of someone being pregnant and carrying life like just make you want to shoot in your fucking trousers? We think it's like a two and one. It's a beautiful thing of life. I couldn't even, I couldn't even start to, to wrap my brain around uh, what what a human being would be thinking like that. <laughs> I mean, like, look, if you're if you're talking like your pregnant wife, all right, sure. Yeah, it's, yeah, that's understandable. I'm talking about you put that kid in there, but there's, there's something in there you didn't put in there, and now they want you to go in there, and you don't want to go in there. I'm going to be fair in this <laughs> scenario, and I'm going to say this. I'm going to set up a scenario for you, too, so listen to this. So you go to the bar, you're a single guy, you're looking to fucking get some. Why it's, is a pregnant girl at a bar is my first question. I, I haven't even gotten there, but you're okay. right. There's a pregnant girl at the bar. You know, let's say this. We'll give her credibility. She's not drinking or smoking cigarettes, but she's at the bar. <laughs> so there is a good chance of secondhand smoke, which apparently, according to commercials I've seen since I was a kid, kills more people than people that actually smoke. And I got to tell you, I don't know if I'm buying that. <laughs> but anyway, so you meet a pregnant girl. If you're the guy that picks up a pregnant girl at the bar, what's that saying about you? Do you knowingly know that she's well, pregnant? Well, and she's showing and everything. Oh. It's like that one uh, I, I, SNL sketch. I did think about this. I did think about this. Now, if you're at a bar and you see a pregnant girl there and you're a dude who's trying to get laid, you're going to obviously know this chick likes to fuck. Right? <laughs> <laughs> that, that's an easy... Well, isn't it that like pregnant girls are more horny than regular girls? Isn't that That's some real low hanging fruit right there. And if you're, <laughs> yeah. if you're uh, having, oh my you're God. like Trevor, and you're having a ten month dry spell, oh. uh, you know you can go by and pick that apple right off the tree very easily. Oh my god, yeah. That's low-hanging fruit for sure. I would say that's the lowest of hanging fruits because they're just looking for attention. It's touching the ground. Yeah, it's probably touching the ground. A little rotted. <laughs> I mean, that's like being a 30-year-old picking up a... Uh, you know what? Never mind. Fucking <laughs> whatever. <laughs> whatever. Sometimes you think you should say something and then you end up not saying it. You know what I mean? I mean, Jesus Christ. I think in the last year and 50 episodes of this podcast, I think I've offended enough people. You know what I mean? I think so. I mean, what do you think, Billy? What do you think your, your your favorite part or your favorite thing of the war room that's happened in 50 episodes since you're the super fan? My favorite thing. You think it was said or man uh you guys have had a lot of stuff but i like your guests man uh 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 the, the kid that went to chef school what's yeah. his name brandon brandon we had him on yeah, a little he, bit earlier he was, yeah that he, he, he was cool as hell raglan was cool as hell yeah uh yeah you guys have had some interesting guests i like hearing them talk about you know the shit they've done seen That's yeah cool I think those are two of the Tarzan type people we have we've had on the podcast where they're always they've just lived a lot of life they've done they've gone a lot of places they've you know they didn't say no to life I've said no to life a lot I like being at home you know what I mean I don't want to go live in fucking Zimbabwe for six months and find out who I am I did acid <laughs> I did acid in a one bedroom apartment one time I don't need to fucking leave the country you know what I'm saying. <laughs> I got a I got an interesting story. So uh, you know, talking about people going out and finding themselves. Uh, uh, at a point in my life, I was uh, homeless, 
and I had a couple friends of mine that would let me come stay stay over at their house. I'd sleep on their couch, and so this one friend of mine, I was staying over at his house, and I'm sitting there laying on his couch, and his grandfather comes over to the house, and he says, he, he looks at me, and he says, man, you've been over here a long time, and I said, well, yeah, and he said, well, what are you doing over here at my grandson's house, and I said, well, I'm just, you know, Life's not really working out for me, and uh, I'm trying to find myself. And he, without missing a beat, looked at me and said, well, hey, I fucking found you. You've been sleeping off my grandson's couch. <laughs> <laughs> I bet that was that same There's guy no that... Need, hey, no need to search anymore. You, you, I found you. You're right here. That sounds like the same guy that told my little brother that uh, miscommunication to get you killed in battle. <laughs> That's that same yeah. guy. <laughs> yes. Those are guys that have seen war. They were there... They came back hardened. You know, they would never laugh at a stand-up special on Netflix. Oh, they could never find man, joy. He, he, he spent 25 or 30 years as a correctional officer in the state of California. So There you go. Yeah, he, Whenever yeah. you, like, voluntarily sign up for a job that requires you to see some terrible things, like I said, you'll never laugh at a Netflix special again. You'll <laughs> never find joy from a Will Ferrell movie. You know, you'll never find the war room funny. I bet people that are like, you know, have PTSD hate us. I bet they find us unfunny. They don't think we're funny at all. Like somewhere, 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 somebody is fucking, you know, making a petition to get us shut down. But guess what? Oh, I guarantee you somebody's been to a lawyer's office. (laughs) I literally just said someone's going to get us for slander, fucking libel or whatever it is. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We bleeped out the names that need to be bleeped out, okay? <laughs> but other than that, I can tell stories that involved me. If other people were there, I'm sorry that, the, you know, the truth is the truth. And free speech, free speech, free speech. <laughs> if I can, I'll invoke my free speech fucking amendment, which I wouldn't normally do. Because, you know. <sighs> that's what makes nobody it... Wants to, nobody wants to hear true shit anymore. You no. know, yeah. That is, yeah. And, like, that's what I like to think the war room is. It's a beacon of truth. It's it's, it's where you should go to get your facts and information. It is, it is absolutely the lighthouse of truth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. If somebody only, like, what they knew in life is what they learned from the war room. Oh, my God. It would be, like, They know the fa- facts. Oh, my God. We're talking. They know the toll's gonna fuck you, and you shouldn't have to pay it. Oh, I did. We spent the first fucking, like, I think, like, episode six through nine was me bitching about tolls and shit, <laughs> Because I just started taking them every single day. Which I'm still... I'm like, you know, they say they're going... Like, I love how they said by November 18th or whatever that they were going, uh, you know, plate pay or whatever. And, uh, you know, there's still the fucking coin machines that I'm still paying. When are they getting rid of those? <laughs> hey, I drove, through, I drove through the coin machine today. Uh, at 2 o'clock today. Uh, yeah. Fuck still, them, dude. Still taking, they're still taking greenbacks and silvers. <laughs> yeah, but they won't take pennies, which is hilarious. I'm like, then why do we have pennies if you can't use them to pay for something <laughs> yeah. when it's currency in this country? A penny should be able to buy you something if something costs money, if you ask me. I don't care if it takes 400 pennies. Why don't you get rid of pennies? <laughs> they fuck up all the even numbers anyway. Or uneven numbers, whatever. I guess five is there, but five's a good number to fucking, like, have as a coin. One? And then you say, oh, a hundred of these is one dollar. And then in this society, a dollar means nothing. And that's what's wrong with this country. (laughs) Inflation. Inflation. Joe Biden. Joe Biden, buddy. It's all his fault. The world was fine until that fucking guy showed up. It never was bad. It was never bad. 
It would just turn bad. Oh my god. I, ju- I found, you know, Billy, I found that, like, you know, matter, even if it has nothing to do with them, Joe Biden is the scapegoat for all problems in the world right now. Like, if you're, pl- oh, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, if, yeah. if your toilet fucks up and the plumber comes <laughs> up and you're like, hey, guy, like, what the fuck happened with my toilet? And he's like, oh, fucking Joe Biden. <laughs> it's his fault. It's his fault this toilet fucked up. Back whenever this guy was president, the toilets worked fine, and now he, that asshole's in office. He, it's his fault. Yeah. Like, it's pretty, yeah, it's, see, he, put, he put restrictions on the, on the pulp they can use in the toilet paper. It's fucking <laughs> clogging everything up. <laughs> Those low-flow toilets. Low-flow toilets. Saving the planet. Fuck the planet. <laughs> fuck the fucking planet. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's what I'm saying. Like, I think at this point... You know, I use a lot of toilet paper because I shit a lot and I shit heavy. I think, you know what I mean. I'd like to say, <laughs> oh, that's not I like too. To think of myself as a heavy shit. Imagine that you have probably the healthiest diet anybody could have. Oh uh, yeah. How much how much gas station food do you eat, Jared? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Cam, you've been spreading fucking lies about me, huh? <laughs> I actually have cut back. I've been eating exclusively from home for the last two weeks. Because I realized I was eating too much gas station food and I was this close to having well, fucking asshole you, cancer. Let me tell you something I mean, about dad, Jared. My dad has a small landscape company and I've done that with him before. And I know in between mows and stuff, you're going to stop by the gas station or at some point. Oh my God, yeah. Let and, me tell you something yeah, about and, Jared Cornelius and how addicted he is to gas stations. I'm addicted to it. It is so bad that even my mother states away is like anytime he's in Colorado with my family Which gas stations oh, suck in gotta Colorado gotta stop at a gas way. station for Jared you if we're going fi- on a road trip gotta stop at a gas station for Jared it's like it's a part got everything. of everyday it's, life now listen convenience store it's convenient and it's the <laughs> most convenient everything I need in my life is at a gas station we energy can be- drink can of dip we can be beer. talking about cutting Jared, stuff can I ask you something have what? you ever been to a Bucky's we, we just actually went just went to, to one actually. after the, that Meshuggah and oh, In Flames concert. I, I can only imagine you almost stroked out when you got uh, No, I hate it. It's actually the opposite. He hates <laughs> on Bucky's. He likes the small bullshit ones that don't have everything. That oh, smell like yeah, fucking burger likes, grease. Hey, he likes the one that the guy owns the store after <laughs> that stuff in there. Yes. That's yes. exactly oh, what it is. that if you ask him properly. Yeah, that's no, exactly. See, everybody's really happy and having a good Middle, time at Bucky's, and Middle I can't Eastern, get down with that. Middle Eastern, yes. Pakistani, Indian, something yes. like that. Yeah. The gas station I love to stop at in Katusa when I'm working there, the guy looks like Mario, but like, you know, obviously from like Iran or something. Like, I'm talking this guy, and he looks like he's wearing a toupee with his fucking handlebar mustache or whatever he's got. He looks like the Pringle. He looks like the Pringles guy with his mustache. It's jet black. Yes. (laughs) He's jet black mustache and hair, and it looks like if you like a brisk wind came through, it would knock his tube off. But, um. Does Does he call you his friend? Hey, my friend. Oh, yeah, and you can tell whenever he's on his amphetamines or whatever the pills the doctors gave him or whatever. But anyway, Bucky's, there's nothing but happy people that are enjoying themselves. And then you've got those idiots that are singing, Fred, press you down the board! And then the rest of them singing like they're on a fucking train going to Retardville. I fucking don't want to... I hate it. I, and then people taking pictures with the, with the beaver statue, I'm telling you. Bucky's is great because the food is great. This everything's cool. It's the size of a fucking Walmart supercenter. So basically, basically what you're saying is if the uh, convenience store slash gas station 
Nobody has ever been stabbed in the parking lot. It's not a good. Yes. <laughs> yeah. You're not supposed to lounge and fucking like you know just you know look at stuff. You know you're supposed to get Except in and out. Jared doesn't like quick trips. I mean, quick trip's fine. You would, uh, but I, if you could pick from I, a quick like trip or quick something trips, else, because I don't like how them people can uh, can like ring you up without even punching buttons or anything. They're like, yeah, that's uh, gonna be seven dollars. There you go, you're good. You're I mean, here. they got it down. They're like yeah. quick trips, like the Chick Fil A of gas stations. They got they yeah. run a tight ship. Hey, it's not called around. quick trip for for a reason. I like come and goes. Honestly, They're, come and go. They've got good. They got Alani News. They got the stuff that I like. They got everything that I like. Or they got a bunch of idiots working Quick there. Quick Trip has those those rise drinks, the ones that he yeah. brought over. Quick Trip has those now. Yeah, no, Quick Trip. They, uh, I mean, they were my favorite. It was probably my favorite place to go as a kid. But like, you know, I love going to a gas station called like you know, the Red, Yellow, Green fucking gas like convenience stop or whatever. And it's just like a picture of a the one in Fort Gibson. That's probably your all time favorite. Easy Mart. No, fuck Easy Mart. Oh. Easy Mart. No, no. If you want to fill sixty six, I only oh. went to Easy Mart because that it was the only fucking. Pl- that guy who works there. You get the short little fucking with the red mohawk or whatever. Yeah, the fucking you got guy. The big His dumb teeth fuck. are always showing. There's a couple of, a couple of yeah. You know what's you working like there. Four mile Trevor, too. Trevor, Trevor, calm down. You got all this to look forward to, my friend. You're coming <laughs> right down the road. That's what I'm saying. Uh, but I'll be going to Easy Mart. I'll be going to the crackheads. I don't give a shit about their the, life. Those gas stations weren't necessarily my favorite. They were just my only option. Like Easy Mart, you go there at two in the morning. You better fucking have a gun on you. There's a bunch of fucking and the cops st- will be part. It's the Walking yet. Dead plus Blue Bloods over there. Fucking, and then the cops aren't arresting the drug addicts, but God forbid you look like you might smoke pot in your in your recreational time. They'll fucking follow you home and then beat your ass on camera, and then you'll get you'll pay a fine for it. Four Gibson cops are always just up your ass about something. They're like, "What are you doing? Why are you out driving past eleven o'clock? This isn't a free country." Whatever. I fucking know like seventy percent of them. I can say from personal experience. They might be assholes unless you cut their hair. Now, if you cut their hair, they're actually pretty awesome. Because I had a felony warrant for more than a year, and they all knew it, and none of them would pull me over. (laughs) (laughs) No, like, what was cool was I knew most of the cops at Fort Gibson. And, like, most of the time, that would get me out of trouble if, like, I was on the verge of getting in trouble. Because, like, you know, I'd see Brayden Carr and be like, Oh, hey, how you doing, Brayden? i call him by his first name. That's how you do it. For anybody <laughs> out there that's trying to learn how to finagle the cops, you fucking got to tell it. Call him by their first name. Make it personal. Because then they'll be like, Oh, I know this guy. I'd fuck. You can't tell me not to call somebody by their first name. What are you? What are you am I a fucking staff sergeant? <laughs> Ain't nobody gonna tell me I can't call them by their first name. That's your fucking name, isn't it? Go fuck yourself. All these people thinking they got power. I don't give a fuck. What are you talking? What are you waving your hand like you're at a football game for? You know, like Lee Corso. Lee Corso. <laughs> uh, so uh, I want you. To, I want you to tell that story about. The fucking crazy businessman. Oh, the, yeah. So, so I've been a barber for a long time. Uh, and I spent most of my barbering career in California. That's where I was born and raised. And a shop that I worked at for the longest period of time, roughly nine years. Um, it was in an area where it was a lot of like uh, high-rise buildings, uh, stock brokerages, a lot of business people. 
So we got a lot of suit and tie guys. And one day this guy comes in and I cut his hair. And he's in a he's in a nice gray suit, white shirt, tie. Pays me for his haircut. He says, Thank you, man. And he said, goes out to his car. And when he goes out to his car, he grabs a gallon jug of water and some shampoo and then closes the door to his car and gets in the side view mirror on his driver's side and begins to shampoo his hair with the gallon of water pouring it all over his suit. He's got suds running down his suit, running all over his shit, you know, just running down his face. And then he gets in the car and he grabs a little plastic bag that has a safety razor in it. And he takes the safety razor and starts shaving all the hair off the side of his head. I just gave this guy a beautiful haircut. He gaps it up. I mean, he's, he's cut in a couple places. Just terrible. Like there's patchy hair everywhere on the sides. Soap, water running down walks back into the barbershop. We're all watching this from the inside going, what the fuck, man? This guy's cheese has slid all the way off his cracker, man. Something, something happened today. He got fired. So we don't know what's going on, but we're watching this guy do all this. He comes back in, gives me $20, and says, man, that's the best haircut I've ever had in my life. And gets in his car and starts it up and drives out of the parking lot. <laughs> like, what the fuck was this guy on? Like... Oh, I've seen, I've seen all kinds of weird shit, you know, working at a barbershop, you get everybody from the, uh, people that are at the bottom of society to the people that are at the top of society. I like to think we here at the war war room are considered bottom of society. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I would say, I would say, you know, you're like one of them 55 gallon drums that's been sitting behind the restaurant for about 10 years. And Don't dump tra- the trash in here. Only oil. Yeah, that's about where, where the war room is. <laughs> For now. Soon we'll become a recycling bin. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Maybe a sharps container. Yeah, yeah. Maybe yeah. one of those used needles containers. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. You'll, it, we're having a drug drop off on Saturday. If you guys want to come by and any medical utensils or, or medicine you're not using you can uh, dispose of <laughs> <laughs> oh my god yeah man well this is the fucking 50th episode we made it here yeah I was gonna say earlier congratulations on the 50th thank episode, you man you appreciate that and Cam also I keep forgetting about Cam I've never met Cam I've met Jared I've met Trevor I'm, I'm sorry Cam well, it's nice. I guess I can't say meeting you, but it's Hearing nice talking you. to you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I can only imagine. I can only imagine uh, having uh, not one, but two of them. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, pray for me. It's, it's her burden. It's, it's her cross to bear. It really is. I asked for this life, unfortunately. She agreed. She signed up for it. <laughs> We're like the fucking military over here. You understand me? Some people, they take breaks. I signed a contract. I signed a contract. I can't really get out of it now. We're fi- we don't, we're fucking all work, no play over here, okay? One of these days, I'm going to end up like fucking Jack from The Shining. I, I, I would 
probably talk to your manager and renegotiate a better deal, Kim. <laughs> You're completely right. She is the I manager. Probably do that. <laughs> she is the manager. That's the problem. She's where it's just more like the Brooklyn Nets right now. That you can't coach us. Yeah, you can't, you can't get to I am manager and also HR. HR. She's HR. So I'm not doing a very good job. But anyway, Billy, we want to thank you for calling in. Um, maybe one day. We'll get you in on a Saturday or whenever you're free, and we'll get you in the studio, and we'll do a fucking whole hour or an hour and a half. How's that sound? That would be awesome. I'd totally be down for that. Well, we'll have to make that happen, but but I think that's going to do it for us here on the 50th episode of The War Room. Um... We got Billy here, we got Vaughn on, we had Brandon, we had my father was in for a while, Cam. That's Thor. 50 episodes, we had Thor, we had, that's 50 episodes down, 50,000 more to come. That's We're right. going to fucking... Hey, Tom Cornelius is another one that I really, <laughs> really, really enjoy hearing on this show. He is... Gotta, he's got to be my favorite, and I'm not biased because he's my father. <laughs> and I've, I mean, I'm technically was created because of him. You know what I mean? He carried me around for you know, I guess 28 years until he gave birth to me. I guess my mom did. He planted my, <laughs> his seed inside my mom and gave birth to me nine months later. That's how that works. That's how that works. If you didn't Don't know. ever say you didn't learn nothing on this podcast. <laughs> but Billy, from Billy, me, Trevor, Cam, all of us here. Here's to 50 episodes, and here's to hopefully 50 or more in the future. You know, hopefully they don't shut us down by then. But anyway, um, I want to thank Billy for calling in. Uh, thank you all for listening and all the support. Keep downloading and sharing and subscribing and fucking listening and all that shit. And uh, hopefully, you know, this podcast can only get bigger and better going forward. So uh, thank you for uh, listening to the 50th episode of The War Room. Um, we will... See you on Monday. Going back, it's like uh, this is kind of like our new year. This is a fresh start. Yeah, new, it's season. A new season. New maybe season. Maybe this could be the season two. <laughs> yeah, maybe fifty episodes a season. You know, I bet we'll end up doing more now because it's only fucking November. <laughs> but anyway, uh, thank you all for listening, and uh, we will we'll, we will talk to you on Monday. Good night. <laughs> Good night. All right, man. See you, Billy. Wait, wait. Wait, wait. I'm gonna go stay at the Christmas party.